Welcome to Newest, Latest, Best, the quick daily show to keep you in the know with all of the newest information, latest releases, and the very best that games have to offer. I'm Jeff Kanata, and today is Wednesday, November 1st, 2017. We've been talking a lot about loot boxes the last few weeks, and rightfully so. They're everywhere. They're permeating every kind of game, single-player, multiplayer. Loot boxes, as I like to say, are the new lens flare. But the biggest bit of controversy, I think, around loot boxes, at least lately, has been in regard to the Star Wars Battlefront 2 beta. We talked a lot about that, uh, both here on Newest, Latest, Best, and on my weekly show, DLC, which you can find at 5x5.tv slash DLC. And that's because... In contrast to a lot of other games, the way that a lot of other games handle loot boxes, Star Wars Battlefront 2, at least in the beta, seemed to tie your character progression and your ability to do well in multiplayer matches to loot boxes and the things that you would find in them, and therefore, in turn, to purchasable upgrades. So no longer are you just buying an item to get better in a game, you're buying a loot box, which is a chance to get an item to get better in the game, which of course ruffled a lot of feathers from a lot of gamers, and I think justifiably so. That's a very frustrating thing. It's pay to win, it's the thing we always bristle at because it makes for an uneven playing field. It makes my skill and my progress in the game secondary to how much money I've spent or how much money my competitors have spent. So, of course, that upset a lot of people, and people were very vocal about it, and as I reported here on Newest, Latest, Best not too long ago, EA was listening. They mentioned that they had heard people's feedback, and they were going to make changes before the game was released on November 17th, I was a bit skeptical about how big the changes would be, but now it seems like we have some concrete information as to how the game is going to handle this and what changes EA is making to the progression system and to the way loot boxes influence it. On a new post on the game's official page, they outline exactly the changes that were made to the loot box system based on player feedback. So here is how it works. They say that Epic Star Cards, which are the highest tier of Star Cards that are available at the launch of the game, are not going to be in loot boxes, in their crates anymore. So that's to help keep everybody on a level playing field. The Star Cards will be only available, or they say primarily available, through crafting. The exception there is that some Epic Special uh, Star Cards are available based on pre-order bonuses or deluxe bonuses that they already have committed to to certain retailers and to certain skews of the game. Also, you need to reach a certain rank to craft upgraded star cards, so you won't be able to buy a bunch of crates, grind everything up, and turn that into crafting materials and immediately use that to get the super powerful star cards. You actually have to play the game in order to be able to upgrade the higher 
tier star cards. Also, weapons are locked now behind specific milestones. So they say that a select few will still be found in crates, but the rest are attained through playing the game. I think this is the biggest point and uh, the most impactful uh, improvement into way, the way the system works from the beta because you'll now be able to unlock a new weapon by playing the class you want. So, for example, they say you're playing the heavy and you want a new weapon for your heavy, play the heavy, and then you gain access to that class's new weapons. I think this is much better than just hoping you get the better weapon in loot boxes or loot crates in this case and playing and playing and playing and buying and buying and buying more loot crates in the hopes that you get the class that you want. They also say class-specific gear and items can be unlocked by playing that class. And as you progress through your favorite class, you'll hit milestones granting you class-specific crates. So while it's still going to be delivered to you in the form of crates, you'll at least get those by playing. And those crates will include a mix of star cards and crafting parts to benefit your class's development. So I hope this goes a long way in fixing the problem that a lot of us uh, have seen heading down the pike. It remains to be seen when the game launches November 17th, if it will. I'm very hopeful at this point. I talked a lot on Monday's episode of Newest, Latest, Best about all of the crazy announcements jam-packed into Sony's big on-stage presentation, actually both the on-stage presentation and the early pre-show, an hour of more casual announcements at Paris Games Week. It really was an E3-level presentation with tons of showcased games and game announcements, new features in games, new games altogether, big, big games like Sucker Punch's new game, Ghost of Tsushima, Stuff that I'm very, very excited about. But the one thing we didn't really talk about very much was the games they didn't show. The glaring omissions from Sony's press conference. Games we know are in development and we assume are coming relatively soon and yet made no appearance in Sony's pre-show or stage presentation. A couple of big ones for me. The first is the new Media Molecule game, Dreams, which we've seen a lot of in previous years, but has gone pretty much radio silent for about two years now. Dreams, Dreams hasn't been publicly shown at E3s for, for two years and wasn't shown at Paris Games Week. No mention of it. No nothing. Which has led some people to get a little bit worried, certainly based on the fact that Dreams is a very ambitious project. If you don't remember what it is, it's basically a giant sandbox that lets you be creative in a whole number of ways, creating animations, puppeteering, inventing worlds, sculpting characters. It has uh, a lot of really cool applications. It's not a game per se, but it's more of just a giant creativity platform with uh, incredibly easy-to-use tools and beautiful, beautiful imagery. The kinds of things they had shown a couple of years back when Dreams was ramping up really, really sparked the imagination, and it showed a lot of promise. But like I said, nothing for a long, long time. And this kind of thing, this kind of ethereal, 
what is it hard to explain to a potential customer type game is always a little bit tenuous and um, these are the kinds of things that get canceled so a lot of people have been worried well in a new interview that came out this morning Sony's senior vice president of worldwide studios Michael Denny said that Dreams is still in development and still very, very exciting, which is good news to me, somebody that's been anticipating this game and, and really loves everything that Media Molecule has ever put out. He, uh, Denny says that they're big fans of everything Media Molecule has done too, and the game is very much in development and very much still progressing and will be exciting when they talk about it next. This quote is the one that gets me most excited. He says, it's going to be massive. It's incredible. We've shown lots of it before, but when we come back to it again, that will be very, fairly soon without putting any dates on it. It's going to blow people away. So, big hype from Director of Worldwide Studios at Sony. I can't wait to see more of Dreams. It was supposed to have been in beta in 2016, and that never happened. So, I'm hoping the extra time they took to bake it really will impress us in the ways he's referring to. But the other game that there was nor hide nor hair of at Sony's Paris Games Week conference was a, a really, I think, very prominent game at last year's E3 and the year before, in fact, and that's Days Gone, the big post-apocalyptic zombie future game where you're on a motorcycle, very much uh, in the Uncharted or Horizon Zero Dawn vein, high production value open-world-esque, storytelling-based, narrative-heavy. Really looked very, very cool at last year's E3. They showed the way um, different time of day affects different missions. Nothing at Paris Games Week, not even a just quick insertion into any of the packages or uh, highlight reels that they were showing of exclusive games. So I don't know if we should read into that or not. No news on that game's progress, but hopefully we'll hear more about it very soon. 